You are Locked On A's. Your daily Oakland A's podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. A's fans and welcome to episode 236 of the Locked On A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, noted baseball fan, Jason Burke, and on today's episode, I have Amelia Schimmel. We sat down for roughly 20 minutes, talked about a whole bunch of stuff, uh, her new role with the A's as the A's public address announcer, also uh, some of the stuff she's done in the past. I had a great time talking with Amelia, so hopefully you guys uh, get that as you listen to it as well. Um, So yeah, I I don't want to spoil anything for you, so I'm going to send it to that real quick. But first off, uh, today's episode is brought to you guys by rockauto.com. They have amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them that Locked On sent you. Also, make sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you get podcasts and follow us on social media at LockedOnAids on Twitter, Instagram. I am at ByJasonB on Twitter and in the Locker Room app. I'll be going live on Locker Room this weekend. And if you have any questions for us, please send this to LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. So without further ado, here is my chat with Amelia Schimmel, the A's new PA announcer. You will be hearing her voice at the Coliseum the next time you go to an A's game in Oakland. Uh, So get it very excited. Uh, Basically, I just wanted to show who she was and let you guys hear her voice. So that was kind of the point of this entire interview. So we had a lot of fun. Um, Yeah, so here it is. So today I am joined by the A's brand new public address announcer. She is a trailblazer, a role model, and the new voice of a generation. It is Amelia Schimmel. Amelia, how are you doing today? Thank you. I'm, I'm happy to be here. I'm honored to be on the podcast. And I am just so excited for opening day and for this season and for my new role with the A's. Before we get to the new role, I want to talk about just stuff that you've done with the A's previously. Uh, you came on in November of 2017, and you were handling the A's game entertainment and video content. Is that basically everything going on at the game besides the game itself on the field? That's exactly how I would describe it to people is like, you come to see a baseball game, but everything else that entertains you around that. So it's pregame ceremonies, mascot you know, related things fireworks nights, um, you know, promotional items even was kind of added. Um, so yeah, the in-game entertainment, the video content kind of also spanned the, the web realm, the digital realm. So there was some stuff on social media as well too, but, um, my main focus was really the in-game entertainment and kind of the experience when you're at the ballpark. That's amazing. Uh, I do want to know how much say did you have with like player walk-ups or entrance music and stuff like that? Obviously they give you music to play, but if you wanted to mess with somebody, could you? Uh, okay. So that's actually, that's, that's a really hard hitting journalistic question. And I appreciate you <laughs> asking that. Um, I did not choose the player walk-up songs. There would, you know, the players choose those themselves at times they have two and three songs, you know, if they, didn't like how they performed at the plate for a certain game. They might come to us and say, Hey, change this up for this game only. And let's see how I do. Um, The playlist itself for basically pregame batting practice, the players get together and they put a whole playlist together. So we do that stuff. So 
good for them because if I did it, it would be like 90s hip hop and R&B with like a little bit of country in there and they probably wouldn't like it all. Um, there's a lot of like uh, EDM dance music, like Kanye West type stuff, like hip hop, it's all over the board for them. And then you'll get like the cannas of the world to throw in like the um, Madonna type stuff and cause he's just such a worldly guy. So, and essentially, long story short, they'll give you their walk-up songs, but the other stuff that we play, our control room as a whole would kind of like think about how much fun we wanted to have with a certain song. And there was a lot of MC Hammer and a lot of Oakland centric stuff. Or if we really wanted to kind of put a song in there that said a little bit of a message that perhaps, you know, uh, was just fun or poking fun at the other team, we would do it. For example, when we played the Blue Jays, I think two years ago in Oakland, we, uh, I think we played all Canadian artists. So we would lead in with like Avril Lavigne and Celine Dion. And it was really fun listening to like the Titanic theme song as a Blue Jays player walking the plate. <laughs> and they were mildly rattled. So we can't do too much like that, but we, we kind of toe the line there. I, I mostly ask because I had Cole Irvin on the podcast a couple of weeks ago and he's vying for a spot in the rotation or in the bullpen. And mm -hmm. I asked him what his walk-up song was going to be. And he said that his mom really wants it to be uh, I'm All Right by Kenny Loggins, the theme <laughs> from Caddyshack. And I don't think he's going to pick it, but if you wanted to, go ahead and play that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he'd get so a funny. kick out of it. <laughs> I, I feel like the one of the greatest questions or an icebreaker question or anything like that is like, what would your walk-up song be? Yeah. And we've actually done that in meetings before. It's like, it's really hard to commit to one song. So mm -hmm. well, especially like if you're a batter, because you're hearing that four times a game for you know 81 home games, but that's so many times to hear the same song. You gotta really love that. And uh, you know, love Jad Lowry, getting kind of tired of hearing Rush every time he comes up to the play. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think, I don't know if he's going to change it this year. We'll see. Um, but you know, it's like, sometimes they'll just kind of go with something that's been working and maybe yeah. it's not their favorite song. Maybe it's just a song that works. He's so, and they'll tell us the like A's. down to the second when we should start that song, you know, oh, I want you to get in at this chorus. So. It, it is the same part of that song every time. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yep. Um, so there is a lot of responsibility being in charge of everything game related but my main question when it came to running the show essentially is how did you go about picking the winner of dot racing each and every day? Was it like you wake up and you do it? Is Do you plan it out week by week? Um, what was your process? Ooh, okay. So I will say, I can't say a ton about that because I'm bound to secrecy, but sworn to secrecy here, but um I will say that it wasn't my choice. So my friends who were texting me saying, hey, please let Green win because I want to bet the person next to me, that didn't work. Um, there are, uh, there's a highly scientific way that we choose the winner. And I can't reveal that here, unfortunately. And now that I'm not, you know, in charge of choosing that anymore, it's not my place. So I think um, I'll plead the fifth. This is going to lead to some great memes. If only I was good at memes. They're just uh, holding, you know, vials and trying to determine the dot winner. <laughs> be a good we dot. have like three different gerbils and they're each a different color and whichever one went, no, it just, <laughs> it, I wish it were something fun like that. Uh, dot racing is always one of my favorite things. I've thoroughly enjoyed it's, that. It's the best. 
Hey, this is just me butting in real quick. This is not part of the actual interview, but uh, we got more coming up with Amelia in just one second. Her talking about the actual job she's going to have. So that's what's coming up for you guys here in the next segment. But I wanted to tell you guys real quick about rockauto.com. They're a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in there. How did you hear about us box and let them know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts like myself. Follow the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get podcasts. And now, here is my talk with Amelia Schimmel. So getting to the job that you're actually going to have this season, um, what is the preparation like for being a PA announcer? Uh, obviously, you haven't done it with fans, but you know it's basically the same thing, only with more people involved, right? Yeah, you know, it's so funny how there are so many, there's so many overlapping elements to, you know, what I did last season to this season and my experience before that. But there's, there's some ways in which this is an entirely new ball game, so to speak, like the, the fact that there were 10,000 cardboard cutouts there, and they they were pretty good listeners. <laughs> um, was a nice ease in to this kind of role because this is a new thing for me in a lot of ways. Yes, I do have the script writing background. I did work for MLB Network for a long time and I wrote um, a lot of scripts there. I basically put the words into the mouths of the people who were actually saying them. And now it's different to be the person who's actually saying those mm-hmm. words. Um, which is really cool. Um, But I also was very aware last year that the players were listening and that the media was there. There were a handful of people in the ballpark that were working. Um, And so there were people listening. So yeah, it's difference between, I don't know, 200 people and 20,000 for sure. Um, But I, I don't know how I will feel opening day. I know I'm very excited for it. And spring training, I did two games and that was a nice kind of ease in as well to fans. And they were awesome there too. So I, I did, um, you know, have 2000 fans in spring training. It's a different casual kind of laid back setting and, um, and everybody's spread out and they, and they will be in Oakland as well too. So hopefully everybody's just really amped up to see some baseball and um, no matter how well I do or how anxious I am or anything like that, um, they're just going to be cheering their team on. And so will I, cause I'm a fan too. I've read a lot of stuff and uh, you seem wonderful and I'm very excited for this opportunity for you, you know, as an A's fan myself. So Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, But growing up in the Bay Area, going to A's games, you obviously know the history of, you know, Roy Steele and Dick Callahan. And because they were the voices that we all heard going into baseball games and stuff like that, does knowing that history make this job more cool or more terrifying? (laughs) That's such a great way to phrase that question, because I feel like a lot of people have been asking me that. And you know, there have only been two other PA announcers in the history of the Oakland A's. And I am not taking that lightly. I know that there are huge shoes to fill, but I will say, I'm not trying to fill their shoes. I'm trying to fill my own, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm not trying to replicate what they did because I couldn't possibly, I mean, they are 
they are legends and it took, you know, just unbelievable voices and, and years of experience that they had. Um, you know, I'm just starting out. And so, um, I'm trying to make them proud. I'm trying to make myself proud here, but I'm also not trying to be them. Um, and Roy Steele, I grew up listening to, I mean, I was young, so I didn't really, you don't really know the names of the people. You just know their voices. And I just remember how unbelievably like familiar his voice was and how it wasn't a baseball game until I sat down in my seat and I heard his voice. Um, and then same with Dick Callahan. It was just, it was seemed like a smooth transition actually from yeah. Moistiel to Dick Callahan because both of them were so great. Um, and Dick Callahan, he told me, you know, I worked with him for three years. I got really lucky to be alongside him for that time. And he said it was, you know, he, I remember him saying it was really tough for me to follow up Roy Steele, you know? And so I feel the same way following up Dick Callahan, you know, you just, the people that came before, before you, you don't try to, you know, replicate what they did. You just try to, um, try to honor them, I guess. So that's what I'll try to do. And I, and I learned a lot from both of them. I got to meet both of them, but I got to work directly with Dick Callahan. He was unbelievable as a person and as an announcer. That, that's awesome. I, I, I really like that. Um, <laughs> how will your life experiences influence how you approach this job? Well, I mean, I think the number one life experience, if you could call it that, that will influence this job is my fandom of the A's. It's so funny how working years at MLB Network, you know, you don't have to hide that you're an A's fan, but it doesn't necessarily serve you when you're like watching a Reds Padres game that's three hours delayed at 3 a.m. and you're trying to like find something interesting to say about it. Like, I just want to watch A's games all day <laughs> and night. And so now I get to do that, but I also get to be even more a part of it. Mm -hmm. And so um, when, you know, when it's bases loaded and, Chappie's coming to the plate, like the excitement in my voice, hopefully that shines through because that's real. It's legitimate, you know, it's, um, and I'll try to hide a little bit of disappointment if it's like a slow game or whatever, or we're not playing the way we should. But, um, I think the fandom for sure. Um, and I think the, the fact that I've been told essentially throughout my career, just, um, don't, don't have that imposter syndrome that some people have the, you know, I shouldn't be here thing. I've always thought throughout my career. And I, by the way, I've worked in sports my entire life. And so I've been doing kind of these roles in a male dominated industry that I've had to essentially, you know, just silence doubters and, and basically put that out of my head. And so I'm okay with that, all of that. I've gotten used to, even before this point, I know this is a next level, but before this point, I've gotten used to the Oh, you're you're a highlight editor at MLB Network. You're sitting in a um, in an edit room with Pedro Martinez talking about pitching. Did you pitch for Major League Baseball? No, I did not. But I did play softball and I did watch it. And I'm a fan. And so, like, there are other qualifiers there that make you, you know, qualified for for this role. So I think that like just kind of trusting myself and staying true to myself will be really really helpful. I, I really hate questions like that. That's <laughs> just just let people enjoy the game that's all we ask the more yeah, fans I mean, the better yeah it's no it's fair I mean I think that this is um I'm, I'm aware of tradition and and baseball is steeped in tradition but mm -hmm. there are things that evolve with the game and so do the voices so mm -hmm. yeah um so I really want to hear you introduce a player but I don't want to spoil Matt Chapman getting introduced at the game for the first time or, you know, anything like that. So would you be okay introducing the podcast? Um, you could go, here's one that I have. You could free wing it, but you could go with 
now coming to the mic, it's your host, Jason Burke. You can do that. You can do anything you feel like. But uh, and I tried to keep that monotone so that you could do your own inflections if you felt like it. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, it's time for Locked On A's stepping to the mic. It's your host, Jason Burke. Oh my God, I'm so ready for baseball. <laughs> <That's amazing. laughs> Is that okay? I mean, <laughs> that was wonderful. Right. Oh man, that's going to be great. Oh man, I could die happy after having an actual PA announcer, especially the A's PA announcer, introduce me on the podcast. That was uh, wonderful, and I am so excited about that. There is still more show coming up for you guys, but first, I got to tell you guys about betonline.ag. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to place a bet on all of your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and NHL are in full swing. Baseball is a week away, you guys. Bet Online also covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. They have real time updated odds and props on almost anything that you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It is the best place to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. All you got to do is head on over to their website or use your mobile device to get to their website, too. And, you, and if you sign up today, then you you get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code of locked on. And that is why everybody's saying that bet online are your online sports book experts. We've been telling you about built bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. Built Bar is the amazing low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, amazing-tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all of their bars. Now is the time to find out which Built Bar is best because it is time for some Built Bar madness. Today's matchup, it is coconut puff against mint brownie. Uh, it's a tough one for me. I think I'm going mint brownie, just mints, brownies. Who doesn't love that? Oh, man. Actually, just thinking about those flavors, it's definitely mint brownie for me. Uh, but if you disagree, all you got to do is go to Built Bar com or bar underscore built on Twitter and vote for yourself. Prove me wrong. Take my mint brownie and uh, take it out of your bracket and put coconut puff in there if you want to. And remember to use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order when, uh, you know, you're placing orders and voting for coconut puff just to spite me. Then that's what, that is the time that you use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. And check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar in the world. The MLB Division Preview Series continues on Locked On MLB today. Uh, this isn't actually in the copy, but I'm pretty sure it's the AL West today, which would be Friday if you're listening to this on Friday, uh, Friday, uh, March 26th. I believe that it's the AL West. They did uh, East and then Central, so I'm guessing today's the West, unless they're just going to completely go to the end National League. But back to the copy. Every episode from now until the 31st features in-depth looks at each team in every division. It's all on the Locked On MLB podcast feed right now. So follow Locked On MLB on the radio.com app or wherever you get podcasts. And with that, here's the rest of my conversation with Amelia Schimmel. Yeah, so before we wrap all this up, uh, I do want to call attention to the fact that you have won six Emmys, which is amazing. <laughs> oh, my God. If you asked any of my mom's friends, they think I won a Grammy, a Tony. I don't even. Yeah. Oh, no, we're getting into that. <laughs> <laughs> So you, you won six Emmys from your time at major, uh, MLB Network. Uh, you said they were all from MLB Tonight. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the flagship show, you know, no big deal. <laughs> uh, six <laughs> well, Emmys working on the biggest baseball program in the sport. So, you know, thanks. whatever. Um, <laughs> so you are familiar with the EGOT, correct? I am. Yeah. Okay. So what I really wanted to do with you today is uh, figure out a plan to get you an EGOT. Uh, <laughs> So you got the Emmys. Those are taken care of. 
uh, Grammys, once they start accepting podcast applications, obviously your appearance on this show <laughs> and the millions of listeners that we have will definitely get you that Grammy. So we're good there. Um, the Oscar, I'm figuring Moneyball too. Because yeah. I mean, you have an easy in on that one, honestly. Oh, this, great. Oh, I'm, I'm about that. So That's great. It, you got the Oscar. So do you have any Broadway aspirations? <laughs> the Tony is going to be the hardest part, I think. I am not a singer. I mean, I kind you know, I try, I'm a singer in the car, but nobody will ever hear my singing. Um, I don't know. Do they have maybe silent roles on Broadway that I could, or just, well, I could announce. There's something. another way. I mean, you could go uh, the Alanis Morissette, uh, Alanis Morissette wrote and, mm -hmm. you know, write Jagged Little Pill and then 25 years later have it hit Broadway. That could be a thing. Okay, uh -huh. so I just need to go write a hit song for Broadway. Right oh no, now? an entire album. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Um, well, but the, I'm on the it. more the more logical way I think would be Moneyball to the musical. That oh could my be. God, this is such a great idea. I or would watch you that. could do like a one woman show on Moneyball too, where it it was a scrappy underdog who you know rooted for the team, and then she became the PA announcer for the team. And as she grew into the role, the team grew too. And uh, you could just act out everything like that. And that'd be a lot of fun. You already wrote the script for it. This is unbelievable. I am stoked. I, you know what? Just skip over the movie. Let's just go straight to Moneyball to okay. the musical because I'm buying tickets for that. That's yeah. for sure. We'll just write it during the season. And then uh, we'll do a short run series after the season is over. So probably November. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, you know, do, you know, November to January three quick months. And, uh, I think we're all good. Tony. Right, let's do that. That's, that's so great. I'm about that. I just wonder, I I'm picturing some kind of dance number, you know, a la, mm -hmm. you know, sugar plum fairies type thing where it's like actually our team spinning instead. Like I can see Canna doing something like that. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, who, who also love to do that. <laughs> there, Canna was the there only one that I came up with. Guys on this team. Yeah. But I, yeah. Who, I don't know. <laughs> so no Tony aspirations for you at, at the, the moment. Tony will be the hardest one, but I'm not going to say, you know, I'm not going to say it's out of the realm of possibility. Yeah. But... I mean, you, you got hookups from your days in New York, right. Or in New Jersey. Um, you know, well, both, like, yeah. hey, I got these Emmys. How about you just put me on the ballot? <laughs> <laughs> That's such a great plan. Thank you. I'm actually just, I'm scheming right now in my head. I'm trying to figure out how we do that but the 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 t and e god is the last one so it will yeah. come last but it will happen uh, do you have to do them sequentially i no i don't think so okay i was no, like oh I no <laughs> no but um i'm okay but i mean you're already okay doing it sequentially so <laughs> <laughs> um one quick final thing do you have a sign off that you're going to be doing for games like dick callahan did um you know and, and drive home safely do you have yeah. anything like that in the works or is it just kind of see how it goes and go with whatever works that day I think it's to see how it goes you know I don't want to I don't want to I want to give fans the time to adjust from the fact that they won't be hearing his sign off mm -hmm. you know I know it's going to be sad for me to not hear his sign off um so I I'm not going to try to kind of change it immediately but I I think I'm going to see kind of what happens as I start to put these scripts kind of into my own words so TBD on that one. And I'm definitely <laughs> open to ideas. Um, the one that I usually go with, I, I've updated it for COVID, but it's uh, go out and celebrate good times, Oakland, keep wearing those masks and I'll talk at you tomorrow. Uh, 
and okay. feel free if I'm you writing want. That down. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that is all that I have for you today. Thank you so much for helping me plot your EGOT path. Um, <laughs> is there anything that you would like to plug for uh, yourself or the A's? No, I mean, I think that um, I just want to say thank you for everybody who's been so supportive and welcoming. And, you know, there's been some people on social media who've reached out and it's just so sweet just saying, hey, like, you know, my daughter is seeing the fact that you're doing this. And I think that's so cool. And I am just, those are the ones that just get me. I, I really, really appreciate the A's giving me this opportunity, but also the A's fans giving me this opportunity as well too. And I am one of you. I always have been, I always will be. So um, I am so, so excited and honored. Yeah, and thanks for having me. Yeah. You're going to kick ass doing this. I, I have no doubt. Thank you. So I'm very excited for you. Um, thanks so much. Yeah. So uh, with that, make sure to go follow Amelia on Twitter and uh, send her your dot racing picks for the day. Uh, Amelia, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. Another big thank you to Amelia Schimmel for coming on the show. Had a great time talking with her. Uh, I am legitimately going to write that play for her so that she can get that Tony. Uh, we discussed it and I said, I'm going to get a book on, uh, quote, how to Broadway this weekend. So I think that I kind of dug myself a hole by trying to have fun. <laughs> and for those that were wondering what the hell an EGOT is, uh, it's basically uh, Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony, uh, EGOTs. It's just the letters for that. Um, so that's why we were talking so much about winning her some damn awards. Um, so hopefully you guys had fun with that. Tomorrow, I'm going to be talking about Chris Bassett being named the A's opening day starter. Frankie Montas leaving his start on Thursday. Uh, the ramifications that could have, if any, it looks like he might be okay. So we're not positive yet. Um, but yeah, that, that's what I'm going to be talking about on Friday's episode. I'll probably record that uh, probably evening on Friday. And then I get that up probably around 10 o'clock or so on Friday night. So you either see it then, you see it Saturday morning. Either way, you're covered with A's news from Locked On A's. But that's going to be it for me today, you guys. So until next time, stay indoors and celebrate good times, Oakland. Keep wearing those masks, and I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Tomorrow.